All right, so, you know, I've been dating, debating with myself for about, probably about an hour, whether I actually wanted to make this podcast or not. And I finally decided, like, within seconds ago, that I am going to do this. Because I think, I think it's something to, to be said. And um, this is going to be a spoiler-filled podcast for anyone that has not seen all including the finale, all of Mandalorian Season 2. However, I will let you know when you need to leave. Because I want to... I want, I, well, actually, I'm just going to tell you right now, this is spoiler-filled. If you want to stay, stay. If you want to go, go. Um, consider that your spoiler warning. Because I'm just going to word vomit. Because there's a lot of things that I want to say. So, I want this to feel authentic. In real. It's in the middle of the night. It's like almost 9.30 at night. I wasn't planning on recording this. But I've seen a lot of things on Twitter. And a lot of things going around on YouTube. And different places. And I really want to say this. So. Um, let's just let's just jump into it. Um, you've, you've had, everyone's had the warning. So let's just jump into it. Uh. Luke Skywalker shows up at the end of Mandalorian Season 2 and saves the day. You know, um, he takes Grogu, and that's the end of the, sh- the show. You know, he, he swoops in like a badass, you know, just like his father in the hallway scene in Rogue One. He starts taking out these dark, dark troopers, and it's badass. It's awesome, and it's great. But I've, I've seen so many people online... That have a problem with Luke Skywalker showing up. And everyone's being like, oh, but oh my god, does everything have to revolve around the Skywalkers? I was so excited about getting Star Wars that didn't revolve around Luke or Leia or Han Solo or somebody that we knew. Can we just get new stories with new characters? Uh, And I'm just over it at this point because here's the thing you know you for any of you that have paid attention to my podcast and and stuff like that like you know like i have never been the kind of star wars fan to be like the way you love star wars is wrong you know you know i like what i like and you don't like what you don't like but this this is something where i kind of have to breach that mindset and go into that no you thinking that goes fundamentally against Star Wars, and it shows that you don't understand this universe that you think you love. Because here's the thing. Singing that you don't want everything connected to the Skywalker saga or some character that we already know about is like saying this when it comes to football. You know... Maybe we should have less touchdowns and less field goals. You know, we could probably do without a lot of those tackles as well. Then I think maybe football would be better. What are you what are you what are you saying? Like that like that that is football. Like that that's the thing. Like the whole point is to get to the other side and make a touchdown and then if you do then you know, you can make a field goal like I don't even like football, but I have the basic idea theology of what's supposed to happen you make different plays you try to get one up on the other team get as far as you can and 
hopefully it pays off, right? That's the whole thing. You can't take out tackles. You can't take out touchdowns and field goals because that's the game. And that's exactly what this is with Star Wars. Like, here's the thing. Remember, if you think it makes sense, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, then it's probably a duck, right? Okay. We all know that Luke Skywalker is around at this time grabbing pupils. He's he's looking for Sith and Jedi artifacts. He's trying to start his own Jedi temple. He's looking for apprentices. Why the hell would he not show up? Who did you think answered the call when Grogu sent his AT&T signal up into the universe? Like, seriously, guys. It's not that complicated. This whole fucking thing is about Skywalkers. Okay? And, yes, I completely agree and can understand and appreciate the idea that you want something new. You don't you don't want the same old same old all the time. You want you want you want the Star Wars universe to be shaken up essentially. I think that's what we all want. You know, we don't just want a rehash of the prequels and we don't want just a rehash of the OT. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I I completely understand that. And in fact, I'm in complete alignment with that. You know, with all the stuff that Star Wars that Disney is doing with Star Wars, I am not afraid to say whether something works or not. You know, for instance, you know why I have not finished season two of Star Wars Resistance? It's because it's not good. It's just not good. I had a really tough time getting through season one of Star Wars Resistance. And I had an even harder time trying to get through what I'd gotten through of Star Wars Resistance. There's a reason why they canceled the show, and there isn't going to be any more Resistance. It's because it's not good. Now, I like these characters, and I like the idea of what they were trying to do, but here's the thing, you know. You know, um, this is the difference between Star Wars Resistance and the Star Wars stuff they do for kids on the YouTube channel. I forget what it's called. But, you know, I actually really love those little Star Wars snippets that they do for little kids on YouTube because it takes these things that us as adults know from the universe, but they make it animation. They don't make it, like, scary because, you know, you show up, you know, two, three, four-year-old kid some of these images in the movies, it might be a little frightening to them. They might be a little bit too young. Not every kid, but, you know, some kids might be a little bit too young. So they take these really important things about Star Wars, these really interesting concepts and these characters and these moments that you and I have grown up to love, you know, through the years, and they make it accessible for these little kids. So I never got behind the idea of Star Wars Resistance 100%. Even from day one of the announcement, announcements because you know one of the things they said about clone wars and rebels was you know these two shows are accessible to both adults and kids they're cartoons so kids are going to automatically grab you know gravitate towards them but they're also some of the best star wars as well and it, you know if you're an adult fan of star wars you're going to get some of the best mythos and stuff in the franchise 
And they were able to do a... For the most part, I think Rebels did a better job of it than Clone Wars. Um, at least in the like, at least in the beginning few seasons of Clone Wars. But eventually, both shows did get to a place where they really did find a good marriage of being really over the top and really kind of cartoony at moments, but then also knowing when to pull back and just give you a really great moment for Star Wars, you know. And then there were episodes that had a little bit of both. It was kind of like a like, you know, you get a little bit of everything. And and it was great. So when they came out, we were like, hey, we're going to do a pure Star Wars cartoon that is just for kids. And I was always like, I don't know if that's going to work. You know, like, I think the great thing about Star Wars is the fact that it unifies everybody. And while I'm totally down for, like, giving kids something of their own, what happened with Resistance is exactly what I thought was going to happen. Now, with that being said, I will say, towards the end of Season 1 of Resistance, they start planting a lot of seeds into what happens prior and during to Force Awakens. So that was really cool, you know, seeing that this show actually, you know, um, is, like, the characters in the show are being affected by what's going on in the universe. And that's really cool. And even the begin the first episode of season two, you, the characters actually come across the wreckage of what happened at the beginning of The Last Jedi, where Poe and all of them take out that huge cruiser. And so stuff like that is really cool. And I love that. And I love that they're tying things together. But the show is so over the top, it just doesn't work. And that's the, and, and that's the thing is, you know, resistance doesn't work. And I'm not going to be a Star Wars fan that claims something works that I don't genuinely think works, you know. Um, and I will always have a reason to give you why I think something works, you know. I'm never going to be that Star Wars fan that says, oh, well, I think this works, but then not have anything to back it up. If you ask me, well, why? Why do you think that works? I I will have the 2 plus 2 to equate to four, you know? Um, But even with that said, you know, if there are things in Star Wars that somebody doesn't like, I've always been one of those people, too, that says, you know, the great thing about being in the Star Wars community is you can be somebody that loves the prequels and hates the sequels. You are still a Star Wars fan. If you like everything, like I do, you're a Star Wars fan. It It doesn't matter. That's what makes us a great community if you like anything Star Wars, you are a Star Wars fan. And no one should make you feel bad for that. However, there is something to be said about, just like when it comes to a sport or anything else, you need to allow yourself to understand the mythos and the world. Because I feel like if people really understood Star Wars and what this was... When Luke shows up in Mandalorian, you're not going to be disappointed. Because it makes sense, you know? It just... That's all I can say is it's like, it wasn't going to be anybody else. From the second, you know, from the second he sent out that signal, like, I never thought it was going to be any other Jedi except Luke, you know? I really didn't. You know, you know, um, 
just to not be biased or something like that. You know, I did think that, you know, of anybody else, I thought Ezra had a good percentage of showing up. But probably not because of the the Ahsoka series. You know, maybe Cal Kestis. Um, maybe, you know, a Force ghost. Maybe. Depending on how the show went out. But Luke was always number one because, again, two plus two. It's literally two plus two. It just makes sense. It's just simple Star Wars math. That's all it is. And this frustrates me to no end that not more people get that. Now, again, when it comes to opinion and like... You just didn't like it because you didn't want Luke Skywalker there. Okay, that that's that's fair. But you also need to follow that up with. But I understand that it made sense, and he kind of needed to show up. You know, I pref- I would have preferred if it was somebody else, but it makes sense for what happens. But what is happening in the universe right now? But the, but these people that are not doing that, these people that are just com- completely flying off the hinges and completely disappointed that Luke Skywalker show, you guys don't know Star Wars, and I have no problem saying that out loud. But end, end of point, period. I'm done. Podcast over. Have a good night, y'all. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.